And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Thursday the 16th of June. It's Ladies Day at Ascot. Um, so I'm sure lots of people will be down there enjoying that. And it's uh, another day of hot, hot weather, Ollie. Uh, I think it's going to hit about 28 degrees today, although tomorrow it's going to be even hotter at 33 degrees. But it's it's hot, isn't it? Yeah, tough days to be wearing morning suits if you're going to Ascot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, crazy British, so you've got to wear it, <laughs> keep your tie on. Only the Brits would do that. Anyway, let's, uh, and the market's not that great either today, which doesn't help. Um, but the market's going to stay tough for some time. There's so much going on that makes the market uncertain. It's just so difficult. Anyway, let's turn to mining. Uh, it's basically pretty quiet, but actually there was a bit of good news out of Africa. I'm becoming pretty keen on Africa, and I have to say, ever since I uh, saw them present down at Indaba, uh, it's it's really made me think this is a company that is actually looking pretty exciting. Um, by exciting, what that normally means, when you've got somebody working in tin and lithium, i.e. critical battery metals, normally means they're going to get taken over by a big boy. Um, but anyway, there was some news out today, wasn't it, Ollie? Why don't you run us through that? Uh, yeah, quarterly production figures. So tin output was up 13% Q on Q to 152 tonnes. Um, and that led to a reduction in all in sustaining costs of 16 percent q on q um to 23,526 dollars a ton so that came from higher grades higher plant availability leading to um higher tin output and because you've got more output covering the, the fixed costs uh reduction in um in, in unit costs there um average tin prices were lower in the quarter so that will have offset that slightly um they averaged thirty four thousand four hundred dollars a ton so that was down 24 percent q on q um and the spot price is now about thirty two thousand seven hundred dollars a ton um so holding up in in q2 um but it's still a, a pretty significant margin for for Afriton there and they're they're on track for their q3 expansion which will which will should lead to a, an increase in tin output by about 60 percent um which would be impressive and so with those funds they can then look at some of their other other projects which are as you say uh from the from the presentation in darpa that the numbers are pretty mind-boggling. We love a bit of mind-boggling, Ollie. I mean, it's interesting. The market's it's sort of flat today, slightly up. Um, but considering what a state the market's in, that's not bad. As you say, the tin price has come back a long way, so tin stocks have come back a long way, because this was actually, when we're down in Dublin, closer to 10p, now about 6.5p. Um, but remember, since two years ago, it's up from 1.5p. So it's been a very good performer. Maybe it's just consolidating. Um, yeah, I think Africin basically should be on, on people's buy lists. We don't act for it either. There you are. I'm recommending a stock we don't act for. <laughs> yeah, and, and that tin price is really down to the lockdowns in China. So now they're starting to um, ease. We might see some recovery there. Yeah, I see China, by the way, is trying to put together a, an iron buying consortium, getting all of its state-owned iron companies to gather together to, to try and squeeze the price of iron. I don't know whether that will work or not, but quite interesting. I also sort of talking over um, east side stories, 
I see that BHP hasn't been able to sell its coal project to anybody. Uh, and so it's going to run it for eight years and then just close it down. That probably tells you the state of coal at the moment, doesn't it? Um, well, certainly for for investors um, who are cognizant about ESG and, and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, otherwise coal is, yeah, it's sort of run it for cash um, yeah. until you run out. Yeah, there you go. That's the way of the world. We're all moving to transitional energy, but transitional energy stocks are all going down. <laughs> you can't win in this market. Anyway, uh, what other news today, Ollie? Anything else? Um, there was there was some drilling news out from from Resolute, um, which sort of prompted me to have a, a bit more of a a look at it. It's not one we talk about too often. Um, they've put out some drilling results from below their current resource at the Siama North project, which is one of their key uh, producing mines. So, I mean, two of the highlights out of there, 27 metres at 6.6 grams a tonne gold and 26 metres at 7.8 grams a tonne. Both of those are in in the sulphides, um, but they're pointing to expanding their million ounce resource off the back of that. Um, If you look at Resolute share price, it has been awful for the last two and a bit years pretty much since it it all listed in in london but if you look at their last quarterly production figures um it does look like they're making some some progress all in sustaining costs of sort of 1380 um produced 82,000 ounces of gold um now 30 percent of that is is hedged um always which is a policy i'm not sure that's great for in investors as you can't choose your gold exposure properly um but it they have now started to reduce net debt and it came down by 50 million dollars to 174 million dollars in in the last quarter so they're, they're clearly producing significant cash flow but the market valuation is now only about 200 million dollars so i haven't done enough work on this yet but it clearly looks quite interesting and and worthy of some deeper digging well you're the analyst ollie you better get digging (laughs) (laughs) now finally also pdac closed yesterday over in toronto Uh, it clearly was a little bit quieter than normal. Um, the only good thing I'm told is that it was warmer than normal because normally when March it's freezing. Uh, and of course, we will be uh, launching formally, hopefully soon, um, our Shanghai Mining Club Beijing conference uh, with the Mining in Dubra and Mining One to One, which it looks like we're going to be holding actually physically in Sydney on Friday, October the 14th. But we will be doing pre-recorded videos for those that can't make it and putting them into Chinese and distributing them through our Chinese network and also fixing up any uh, one on me- one-on-one meetings with the Chinese uh, that, that are requested for companies. It's, it's a unique way of getting a very low cost entry into China and it's, it's growing very successfully with the club. Uh, and of course, everybody knows that when if you're a Shanghai Mining Club member, you get followed by us on our podcasts and we keep an eye on you and help you. So it's fantastic value for money. Oh, that was a little bit of an advert for us. Um, I think that's about it. Ollie, we'll speak again tomorrow when it's going to be even hotter. Yeah, speak to you then. Thanks.